Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our, our text today from Romans. The hour has come from you, for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than it was before when we first believed. The night is gone. The day is at hand. So let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Dear friends of Christ, wake up. Now, I, I hate those words. You know, I used to hate them as a kid. And I still remember my mom yelling up the stairs, Paul, it's time to get ready for school, right? And, uh, you know, ah, oh, I have to wake up. And, you know, some people love to wake up. Other people, not so much. You know, what kind of person? Are you a morning person? Well, in the book of Ephesians, Paul writes, Awake, awake, O sleeper. Arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And so our theme for this morning, wake up. It's Advent. Indeed, it's, it's beginning to look a lot like Advent. We've got the blue pyramids out, and it's always fun to wear the blue for just a few weeks. And, of course, we've got the, uh, uh, on the altar our, our Advent wreath. And, uh, you know, normally the signs would be our wreaths hanging. That's a dead ringer, that Advent's here, but uh, the, the decorating, church decorating is this afternoon. So if you've never decorated the church before, it'd be a good time to come and join in the activities of the church decorating. Wake up. It's Advent. It's, it's the time to meet the Lord. And, and are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to wake up? Are you ready to meet the Lord? It's that time. And He's coming again. Uh, time is shorter than you might think. You know, God says He's coming again. And normally, traditionally, our gospel reading for this Sunday is a triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And we know the story. You've heard it before. You know, there's a donkey. There's a palm branches. We even have a window on it, right? As Jesus enters triumphantly into uh, uh, Jerusalem with the shouts, Hosanna, long live the king. King of kings is drawing near the Savior of the world is here. And so our theme, it all sets to prepare the table for this Advent season. Wake up. Prepare. But in our epistle, Romans chapter 13, it gets down to the nitty-gritty. And, and while the gospel lesson tells us what Advent is about, Christ's coming, Romans 13 tells us how we live Advent out. How is Advent to be lived when Christ comes? How does it affect our daily life? It's a wake-up call. Wake up. The Savior of the world is here. Wake up. Are you ready? Wake up from your spiritual sleep. Have you been sleeping? All that turkey in you kind of make you groggy? A little bit not paying so much attention, it's time to wake up. It's Advent. And again, rise, shine, live in the light, have nothing to do with the deeds of the darkness. Don't live like the world. Be different. Stand up. Wake up. December is appropriate an appropriate month to be talking about getting out of darkness. 
because it's the darkest month, right? The, the days are long, are short, and the nights are long. Waking up, living in the light's an appropriate theme. Wake up, live in the light. Um, there's no darker month than December. It's tough to wake up in December. It's colder, the, the house seems colder, it's darker, and of course, uh, even for early birds, it can be easy to uh, punch that snooze button and sleep in a little bit. Um, now, for those who love to sleep late, don't worry, because this text isn't talking about you. It's not talking about those who can't wake up so easily. Um, it's talking about a different kind of snoozing. This is a spiritual snoozing. This is the type of snoozing that's a problem of the heart, right? And it happens to all of us. We all get to spiritual snoozing. We wake up in the morning, don't really think about Jesus. We go to bed at night, really don't think about Jesus. We live throughout the day. It's a problem of the heart. We spiritually snooze. We forget who we're living for. Our hearts are so apt to fall asleep to the things of God. And so Advent appears. And, you know, we can literally sleepwalk through life. Just, and you see many Christians do it. They just go to school, and they just do the things they have to do, and they sleepwalk through life, not much thinking about whether they're wandering into darkness or things that they ought not do or saying words they ought not say, going to sinful places they ought not go. We wander into places literally where our salvation's in jeopardy. And we don't think about all that. Listen, as baptized children, God has recreated us. We have been recreated by Christ Jesus to walk in the light. We are a daytime people, not a nighttime people. People of the light. Paul expresses it this way, the night is far gone, the day is at hand. So cast off the works of darkness. Cast off the works of darkness. Put on the armor of light. The night is gone. The day is at hand. And you can sense the urgency of it all. Wake up, it's Advent. The urgency of the season. Um, it's not, the urgency is not about getting your shopping done, is it? The urgency isn't about all the baking and cooking. The urgency isn't about all those calendar items that have to you know, get out of the way. That's not the urgency. Now, you may feel urgent about that, but you know, God says, no, that's not the urgency. What's the urgency? You know, Advent is not supposed to be a happy season. This isn't a happy season. It's a, it's a penitential season. It's a season of repentance. It's a season of examination. It's a season of preparation. Somber. It prepares us for Christmas, a happy season. Christ comes. But Advent is our preparation for His coming. And Advent always sounds out a warning. Before Christ comes, put off the deeds of darkness. Put on the armor of light. So what is the armor of light? Have you put it on? Well, it's the opposite of darkness, obviously. Don't put on darkness. Cussing and lying and cheating and stealing and, and grumbling and complaining and getting angry and and uh, making and hurting people with your words. We might talk about it this way. Put off your old Adam. That's what the armor of light is. Putting off that old Adam. That old Adam is our sin nature. With all its desires, all the things that it wants to do, put it off. 
Pay attention to what you're doing throughout the day. Pay attention to what you're doing as the light stops shining outside and the eve descends upon our hearts. Pay attention to what you're doing. Sexual immorality, quarreling, jealousy, our text kind of makes a list. Put those things off. Put on light. And sadly, there seems to be more of those things happening this time of year, putting on darkness. You know, we used to have Christmas parties, and people don't do Christmas parties much anymore. They have holiday parties, and they have holiday parties for a reason, because people like to get drunk, right? They like to drink too much. It's a good occasion to do that, to drink and live in the darkness. And the Christians jump right in, just acting like the rest of the world, to behave badly, to sin boldly, to fall asleep spiritually. And God says, wake up, prepare. Don't follow the crowd this Advent season. Don't do things that don't befit a child of God. You don't look good wearing those things. They're not appropriate for us. They're foreign to a baptized child of God. And they totally discredit your Christian witness, by the way. We need to think about that, too. So put off the deeds of darkness. Put on the armor of light. Shine. Rise and shine. Adorn your life with good works. And you say, that's what Advent's about? Yes. Yes. Adorn your life. Make sure everyone knows who you are. Why is that person so nice? Why is that person so loving? Why is that person so generous? Why is that person so kind and merciful? Yes. Put on those deeds that people might know who you are and what you are and who your God is. What kind of clothing do you wear? Well, I can tell you what kind of clothing you wear. You wear the robe of Christ's righteousness. That's what you wear. The robe of Christ's forgiveness. The robe of His perfection. You are light. Christ shines on you. She, he shines in you. You don't have to become light. You are light. Walk as children befitting of the light that you are. Be what God has created you to be. And remember who you are. Paul writes, in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God. You're all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. To be baptized means to wear Jesus. Wake up. It's Advent. Are you putting on Jesus? Put him on. Advent means to, to wear Jesus, to be covered with his righteousness, to be covered with his innocence, to be covered with his blessedness, to be covered with his obedience. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned, they tried to cover up their naked rebellion with leaves, fig leaves. It looked kind of silly fig leaves sewn together to cover up their nakedness. Couldn't cover up the real problem, could it? The real problem was sin. You can't cover that up. 
But God tried to cover it up. And that, of course, that nakedness, the wages of that nakedness, the wages of that sin, death, ultimately death. And we can't forget that. Before, before Adam and Eve, God kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden, death happened. We have to remember that too. Do you remember how he clothed them? He killed an animal, put dead skins on them. The bloody skin, the bloody carcass of a dead animal that died so God wouldn't have to kill them. Covered up their nakedness. And that animal skin was their substitute. Luther wrote, whenever Adam and Eve looked at their garments, these were to serve as a reminder to them to give thoughts about their wretched fall. And thus they were to be constantly afraid of sinning. Constantly reminded to repent continually and to sigh for the forgiveness of sins. Sadly, sometimes Christians forget all that. They walk in spiritual sleep as if all that sin doesn't matter. They forget to repent. But God calls us to wake up. Prepare. God clothed Adam and Eve in those animal skins. I like to think it was a lamb. The Bible doesn't say so, but I like to think it was that first lamb of God, sacrifice to cover up sin. That first vicarious sacrifice. First vicarious sick victim. The first blood ever shed. Be no big deal, really. Except that it all points to Jesus. And that's a big deal. Jesus is the Lamb of God. Jesus is the only Savior of the world. The only blood that is shed. The only death that He died to save us all. And that's what we really need. And that's what we receive through faith. The forgiveness of sins. The righteousness of God. The robe of righteousness. To put on Christ. The armor of light. To put on the armor. To clothe, our, to clothe the nakedness of our sin with the sacrifice of the blood that was shed by our Savior. The hour has come to wake up. No more punching the snooze button. Uh, again, you snooze, you lose. No more lounging around groggy and kind of hungover and walking in the darkness. In Christ Jesus, we've been made, we were created to be a new creation. We have salvation, and your salvation is nearer to you now than when you first believed. And then finally, on that last day, on the day of resurrection, when Christ comes again, and it'll be here before you know it, you will stand before the Lord clothed in His righteousness. You'll stand before the Lord on that day. And that day, that judgment day sounds terrifying, but really in reality, it's a day that we look forward to. It's going to be a glorious day. And you can actually long for it, because it's the same type of thing we pray for in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come. It's that kingdom. That kingdom that's coming. And on that judgment day, God's kingdom will come. And you'll stand in His kingdom. It's going to come like a thief in the night. Wake up. Prepare.
on that day, what we believe by faith, on that day, what we can't see will all be seen. On that day, everything that we've known will be evident, laid out before our very eyes. It'll all become visible, not just for you to see, but for everybody to see what Christ has won for us. And we will have everlasting joy. And we will be given our new bodies and we will receive what God has promised, the promised land. And in Christ, we will be wearing robes of white. We'll be standing before the throne, dressed with the armor of light. In His pardon, we stand this day. It's in this day we stand fully forgiven. It's in this day we stand fully redeemed. The armor of light is what you wear. So, how does that affect your Monday? How does that affect your Tuesday, your Wednesday, or your any day? Well, it puts you in victory. It makes you you stand in the victory of Christ. You belong to God. You know who you are. You know whose you are. You know where you're going, and you know why you're living the way you're living and doing what you're doing. It's Advent. Wake up. The redeemed of Christ. We are saved. Christ has rescued us. Would you thank a fireman who saved you from the flames? By running back into the flames? Would you... Would you thank a lifeguard who pulled you from the current and the riptide of the ocean only to run back into the ocean to drown again? Would you thank a Savior who's called you out of darkness only to run back into the darkness again? Of course not. You can't do that. Not not all dressed up the way you are. Wearing the robe of righteousness and all. And so it is for you on this first Sunday of Advent of the year of our Lord, 2022. Wake up. Rise and shine. Wearing the armor of light, clothed with Christ, knowing who you are. The King of kings is drawing near. The Savior of the world is here. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.